beginning April 2nd. Live from the Fox Sports 1498 3FM studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engine. <laughs> Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now... Here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. Good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg on a beautiful Saturday morning. And it's good to be in Spartanburg. Not that I didn't like Darlington, but it's good to be in Spartanburg. (laughs) Well, it's good to have everybody back. In the spacious studio we have here <laughs> makes you appreciate what we've got doesn't yeah it doesn't and we got three microphones working i understand the phones work so we ought to be in business cross your fingers well that's that's exactly right cross your fingers and uh good well, morning you, alan how you doing good oh, morning look, perry how you how's it going going good how's things at the fishing hole uh going good going good. nice relaxing and got a big tournament going on tonight oh at the fishing Fishing? Yep. Oh. yep. Got a lot of racing going on, too. We do. Are you going to be in on the fishing tournament? Uh, I didn't get qualified. How did you not qualify with all the whoppers you catch? Uh, you got to join this uh, major league uh, deal, and uh, I just uh, just didn't join in right too, you know, soon enough. Didn't you, get my entry form in. So you remain an independent? Yes. Okay. I, might, I might ride down there and watch them guys tonight. All right. Give them some tips. Good morning, Greg. How you doing? I am doing great, Perry and Ronnie and Alan. Everybody listening. Uh, wonderful weather, but I'm glad to be back in a nice, spacious studio. And those people down there, everything's different, but so much of it's the same. That is the track too tough to tame. And they it's got a, the same problems we do, since they can do it at a smaller set as far as the media. It's, ahead, the, it's the studio too tough to tame because <laughs> it was uh, – it was – cramped and everything and uh but at one point we had three people in there for an interview and sometimes i was in there by myself so uh actually it, it worked out okay and i think we uh i think we pulled it off i listened to the podcast i've heard i've heard better but i, I want to appreciate uh, i want to uh, say thanks to everybody that helped us how much i appreciate it uh pulling that off with uh, uh matt here in the studio doing uh pushing the buttons for us and brent uh gamble who got us our press passes uh media passes and everything to uh actually uh do the show down there and he did everything he could he can't help the studios are small so uh he uh he was very nice to us and took good care of us while we were there and i believe tyler was down there with you tyler i was getting to tyler tyler and his brother set up everything for us and um kept it running and made sure all the right switches were on and things plugged in for the whole three hours and uh you know we might do it again in september i don't know we'll have to see i'd like to now and listen saturday but also another momentous occasion for you well yeah i did make it to the graduation in 
plenty of time. In fact, I had an hour and a half to spare. So that was uh, it was a big Saturday for me. The I guess the the low light and seeing Jake drive over from uh, Camp Lejeune to join us for the uh, graduation and turned right around and drove five, four hours back. But I, I think the hour and a half wait at the restaurant after the after the graduation was the probably the low point and but we won't even go there i, I want to look at all the good good points and good things about that last saturday and uh it was a great day greg um i hear you got us a pretty good guest today well, well it's perry said uh, perry reminded me to call him like about two weeks ago because perry does know how to look at the calendar where i don't but no we're gonna have mr johnny rutherford at 11 o'clock and if he don't come on, it's because he just can't hear us because he don't know when they fire the cars up or what. But uh, Mr. Rutherford, one of the greatest Indy drivers of all time. Three-time winner. Three-time winner and a gentleman from Texas. Really, really nice guy. And I got to be honest with you, this is this is just about my favorite interview of the year because uh, he has given us so much uh, um, information about what it takes to be an Indy winner and how it feels to be an Indy winner. And he's done it three times. He's, he's won it when it went 500 miles and he's won it when it went barely over halfway. So, uh, Johnny Rutherford is a great interview. And, um, but getting back to Darlington, we are so proud of the fact that the Bud Moore paint scheme, which was the main reason, I guess, that we went down there, what prodded us to really want to be on hand, won best in show. It was the best paint scheme voted for by the fans and uh the uh other Earnhardt paint job won the race but forget that jeremy won the best paint job uh overall for the throwback to the 1982 rcr chemical rebel 500 and we're real proud of that they announced it to him as they were introducing the drivers so it caught him by surprise and we had a little get together when was that wednesday tuesday wednesday at a rj rockers to celebrate it and uh, jeremy was there and it's just a real happy feeling to uh sort of counterbalance the lousy end to the race for jeremy listen jeremy had a great race until the final turn of the final lap well here's what he did if, and and i talked to him about it and of course he's been on the air several times uh, on this station or a couple of times talking about it but he was running back like between 10th and 15th most of the day. In fact, I don't even think he got his highest 10th. But when they started having the normal, usual caution flags towards the end of the race, he decided to stay out and not get tires. Because if he'd gotten tires, he'd have still been in 15th place. So he, as he got, um, as, as everybody made their pit stops, he moved up after the first one. I guess that was with uh, less than 10 laps to go. He moved up somewhere in the top 10, and then they had another one, and he restarted for the – it wasn't a green-white checker because they weren't in overtime, but in essence, it was a green-white checker. And uh, he was third, and he um, picked inside, and when they got the green flag, he said he uh, immediately fell back to about fifth place, and all of this is on the video, but he uh, was able to come storming back up through there get alongside of uh, Ryan Truex, who was in the number 18 Gibbs car, and uh, was on the inside of him, but he had no tires, and he couldn't stick that low on the track, and he just sort of, he, he had a half a car length on him, 
which was also the kiss of death because when he lost traction and he went up into uh, Ryan Truex, his nose came over and hit the wall and um, it pinned him up there and he ended up with a going from a, a, a surefire top five to 29th, which is another killer finish. So, uh, you know, Jeremy's up there battling every week. If you, if you take the top five, he would have had at Coda and the top 10 he had for sure at Talladega when he ran out of gas. And then last Saturday, you know, he, uh, that's like a top 10 and two top fives. It's just gone out the window and it's really killed him in the standings. He just about has to win a race as he and I discussed, uh, Wednesday. Um, I don't think he's got enough. He's going to have to just about be in the top five every race to get back in it. But I think it's going to take a win. Well, Barry, you know, what was interesting about it, we can question two tire moves at Darlington and you can question track position. Now, this is the thing. They do things so quick now and the cars run so fast. The pit cruises are fast. Yes, the rubber makes a lot of difference. But this is the point. If he was to try to win the race, he made exactly the right call. Yeah, he had uh, exactly. He had no choice. It wasn't that they didn't have the tires, but they were contemplating their track position, the fact it was Darlington, and I think they'd done a heck of a job. But well, like I say, uh, sometimes you make good calls, sometimes you make bad calls. But I've seen that happen at Darlington, happen with us, and, and it's Darlington. It's a tough place. And I'll tell you what, the Clements know what they're doing. Well, he said that um, – hear my voice. It's just cracking there. He said that he couldn't run the outside because he would have been all over the wall. Right. He said if he'd have taken the outside, he was just too close to it, and um, he would have been too close to it, and he just didn't have the traction to stay there, and he was afraid he'd hit the wall. So he felt like being lower on the track gave him the best chance. And, uh, you know, if he hits – when he lost traction, if he hits Ryan Truex squarely – Truex might have hit the wall or would have hit the wall. Possibly Jeremy could have bounced off of him and gone on, but with that half a car length he was ahead of him, it pinned him to the wall. Well, everybody knows when you get to the end of Darlington, you're supposed to have a lot of caution flags, and caution flags makes you get down to maybe two laps left to go with green flag, you know, green flag racing. If it would have happened like that, instead of that little bit of long run that they had right there at the end, Jeremy was out there with the old tires. New tires wouldn't have made that much of a difference because his was cooled off there. Yeah. If he comes in and gets tires, he, he hasn't yeah, right. improved his he, position. He, he right. had to do what he did to move up in the pack. And, yep. and uh, so, I mean, that's the way it goes. He's off this week. He's on a cruise. Yep. He said, uh, I wanted to have him on the show today. And uh, I think one time Greg and I called him on the spur of the moment. and He was going up the gangplank. That was a couple of years ago. <laughs> So he's on a cruise today, and uh, he said he'd be uh, um, glad to talk to us at another time. But what we do have, he said, well, why don't you call Mark, which is Mark Setzer, his crew chief. And I said, well, okay. So he gave me Mark's uh, phone number, and I called Mark uh, as soon as I got home from uh, R.J. Rocker's Wednesday. And he said he'd be glad to come home. So as soon as we get done with Johnny Rutherford, at 1120, we're going to have Mark Setzer, who is standing by to tell us, well, we'll see what the crew chief says about what happened at Darlington. But, you know, they're in there fighting, uh, and that's all you can ask. They they try to put themselves in a position to win. They put themselves in a position this past weekend to have a good finish, but it wasn't in the cards. 
Yeah. So, um, Alan, we got some local stuff going on this week. Uh, uh, yes, we've had a little bit of local racing going on. Plus, we had a little bit of uh, what is it they call it? Monster trucks and stuff. Monster you trucks. Heard, might have heard. And uh, the Cannonball Man <laughs> got I, shot out of a cannon. Did you see it? <laughs> no, I did, did not you hear about see it. it. No, I just heard about well, it. Well, I want uh, I want you to tell us about it when you get a chance. Yeah, but uh, uh, it was just. Uh, it's just something a little different over at Cherokee Speedway, and sometimes you you need to do a little things different. Well, um, I'd like to get back over there this week, uh, this week, this year, sometime, or or even I haven't been to Harris in several years. I went up there with Lance Lance Smith one time. I've never been to Travelers Rest and some of these other tracks, so uh, maybe uh, some Saturday night or even a Friday night. I'd like I'd like to get out there and see something. Is the twenty five T getting any closer to? Uh, the track it's just uh it's just in the makings okay but at least you're thinking about it yeah i'm thinking about it i started dragging it out this week and kind of do a few things but i don't know if we're going i it's just uh just a hard decision right now is it a hard decision whether to race or fish is that the decision uh no (laughs) uh i don't like going backwards but uh we race limited sportsmen and uh but your your boy's doing pretty good in it, and that's what they call renegade division. And uh, uh, you say, you know, hey, let, let me let, let me clarify something here. You sent me that picture last week or the week before, whenever it was, of uh, Wally Fowler and and uh, Danny and Danny Tesner, uh, pretty much locked up side by side in a racing hard. But you said my guy, uh, Wally Fowler and and Danny. Uh, let me make this perfectly clear my guy is, is your son-in-law oh okay i like the heck out of wally fowler <laughs> but he's uh but and I'm, i want to hear about him and both, he's both of them's competitive he's colorful and he's a friend of the show and i want to have him on the show and both of them would if they was uh if they were in last place they'd be doing the same thing but if it was a two-car match race i'm pulling for danny tesner yeah. i just don't yeah. i i appreciate that uh you uh I appreciate it if you would remember that I'm on your side. I'm not. I'm not pulling for Wally Fowler if it comes down to him and Danny Tesnier. I'm pulling for the 25T and not the four. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, make a few changes to a motor. So I guess we could go back to Renegade Racing, and uh, I'll probably get a few phone calls after I leave the station today after they hear that. But uh, you might get some during the show. May get some. <laughs> well, I, I got to talk to a driver. All right. Well. Lake Greenwood today. He's at Lake Greenwood today, and uh, having a good time. All right. Well, you got to remind Jada she's got to make an appearance somehow. Yeah. Either she, in person or on the phone. Matter or fact, matter of fact, Jada's still here in Spartanburg because they uh, Grand Bull went to the girls' softball game at Chapman last night, and tonight they're going to the boys' baseball game. Okay, Chapman's still in the playoffs. Uh, Chapman's still up in there. Oh, and we got all the scores on the wall here. They're. Uh, Oh, they won eight to two. That was Thursday. Yep. So, uh, and uh, I don't see the score there on Friday. So, uh, for softball, but okay. Well, of course, we want to pull for all our Spartanburg County teams. And I know, uh, by, by the way, you, you said something last week. It kinda, uh, said something. Uh, whenever uh, Ronnie told you I picked the eight car, you said I went out on a what? A uh, limb? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Boy. I, I think I said it was a fairly, uh, 
fairly skinny limb or yeah. something like that. But at least it was an oak tree whenever I went out there because you've seen what he done. Another second place. And I tell you what, we're going to get into that and talk about it in depth in a little bit. But I tell you what, let's take our first break right now and we'll come back. And uh, don't have her in person this week, but we're sure glad, sure great talking to uh, uh, Deb Williams last week face to face in our little matchbox studio. But let's take a break. We'll come back. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Big selection. All great. Better deals. Come and get it at Inpex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Inpex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyers program. Hurry on over to Inpex Pre-Owned. 8989 Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving no matter what. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? Hey, Plante! 70 years? How many folks are we still serving every week? Hey, Plante! Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than hey, Plante? All it! Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. Have you been in a car or motorcycle wreck or an accident involving an 18-wheeler? Have you been injured in a workplace accident? If any of these things happen to you, you need to call the Carolina Law Group today. The Carolina Law Group isn't afraid of the big insurance companies, and they will fight for you. Call today to speak with an attorney for a free consultation. In Spartanburg and Greer, call 757-5555. And in Greenville, call 312-4444. The Carolina Law Group attorneys are your local injury lawyers. With four convenient locations to serve you in Spartanburg, Greenville, and Greer. Visit them online today at thecarolinalawgroup.com. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like R.J. Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848.
Good morning, Deb. How are you doing? Oh, good morning. Fine, thank you. How about yourself? I was doing better last week when I was locked in a tiny little studio with you doing this in person. That was a lot of fun. That was. I enjoy doing that in person. It's a lot more fun than over the phone. It was good seeing you and good seeing Greg, too. It's been a long time since I'd seen Greg. And uh, I know our morning man uh, that does the morning show, Tyler Shugart, he was saying yesterday that uh, on his morning show that I listened to that he was uh, plugging our show for today and mentioned your name. And he said, I finally got to, to meet Deb Williams. And I don't know if you actually met him or not or only saw him, but... uh he was bragging about the fact that he knows a uh, big-time uh, motorsports <laughs> journalist. Well, I enjoyed there was the door right before I went into where you were working that I got to meet. So I enjoyed meeting both of them. In fact, as you were getting ready to come in, I told uh, we were just wrapping up with Jeremy Clements, and I said, if you see Deb Williams, send her in, and you walked right in. <laughs> what I liked yeah, about I was watching the time pretty close because we were doing um, – one-on-one media availabilities in the media center at that time and we were right off the media center in fact uh the little hallway that goes to those four radio studios was uh like parallel or uh, you know with the with the stage where all these uh, great race drivers were answering questions and everything and i didn't get to see any of them but what i what i really enjoyed and i wish we could do it every week was uh, in that little studio Deb was on one wall leaned up, leaning up against it in her chair, and I was on the other wall leaning up against it in my chair, and it was just, uh, we had plenty of room, and I thought it was most enjoyable. Yes, it was. I enjoy doing the live remotes. They're fun. Well, we were just talking about the... Uh, and we were glad to have you there, too. Well... You know, that was good. It, it came off okay. I listened to the podcast yesterday, uh, yeah, yesterday, and it, it sounded all right. It was some... You know, a few moments it might have sounded like we were in a little box, a little echoey or something. But I'm going to tell you, when Terry Labonte was was on there, when we were interviewing him, and those cars went out to practice, uh, it wasn't so bad when they were qualifying one at a time. But when they were out there to practice, I couldn't hear him at all. And uh, Really? Yeah, and we'd already had a pretty fine uh, 15 or so minutes of interview. So I just told him, I said, Terry, i got to be honest with you. I can't tell. Uh, all I can tell is when you're through talking. So... Thanks for the interview, and uh, Terry was very gracious. Great interview. Um, Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, um, it was an eventful Darlington in both races. Uh, Well, not the truck race so much. Yeah, the Xfinity and the uh, uh, Cup race. The Xfinity race. uh, Well, don't forget the truck race. Well, I mean, but I think we discussed it last week. That was on Friday night. Oh, yeah, but but since then, the person that threw the – the beer can or uh, the bottle at uh, John Hunter Nemechek and Jamie Little when they were on the front stretch, he did get arrested. I didn't even know that happened, Deb. What ha- I mean? Oh, you didn't? No, I didn't. <clears throat> yeah, they were. Uh, Jamie Little was doing the interview with John Hunter Nemechek on the front stretch after his win, and all of a sudden you see this bottle coming almost at John Hunter's head, and it missed both of them. But, what an uh, idiot. The person who threw it from the grandstands did get arrested. The security got him, and he was arrested. Well, good. I hope they throw him under the jail. Like my daddy He'll used to say. go to the same place where the guy that stole the pace car in at Talladega, the guy that <laughs> ran across the, uh, Poca- uh, the Long Pond straightaway in Pocono in front of Kyle Petty and Davey Alice in the middle of the race. It's probably all three will know each other eventually. I'm telling you what, that that's just uh, – 
idiocy of somebody to do something like that. I'm I'm glad he got arrested. So anyway, yeah. I'm real glad. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. but the Xfinity race course. Let's go there first, where our driver uh, Jeremy Clements. We've got his crew chief on at eleven twenty. But uh, I talked to Jeremy this week. We had a little ceremony at a downtown uh, restaurant bar to uh, celebrate him winning best in show or the car winning best in show, which we're very proud of since it was our uh, uh, Fox Sports colors. Well, it's Wrangler's colors, but it was our sponsorship on the car. And we're just tickled to death. But Jeremy said that, you know, he got his track position to have a chance for a good finish by not pitting for tires and, he couldn't run on the outside lane because he just it was too close to the wall and he couldn't hold it. He couldn't hold it there. He's afraid he'd hit it without tires and he thought his best chance was what he did and it didn't quite pull it off. But uh, still, it was a uh, it was a good showing for the car there at the last. And we're real proud of Jeremy. Yeah, that was a beautiful paint scheme, and I hated to see him involved in that crash in the fourth turn on the last lap. I just I hated it tremendously and wished he could have gone on a few more hundred feet and, and yep. made it across and had that really good finish. But, uh, you know, a lot of people may not realize that was Justin Algar's first victory since he won that race a year ago. Yeah, he'd had a, quite a drought, and he was in the other Dale Earnhardt paint scheme, uh, the one that wasn't quite as good as the one we had. But uh, uh, Justin Allgaier, I, I like I like Justin Allgaier. He, in fact... The first time I'd ever heard of him, he was driving. Uh, he drove for Phoenix Racing here out of Spartanburg. Mm-hmm. And that was also the third straight victory for JR Motorsports. So, with the third, with a three third different driver at JR Motorsports. So, they are uh, doing quite well in the Xfinity Series and kind of dominating it right now. And when they win, they usually win. Uh, First, second, fourth, or something like that. And last weekend it was first and second with Noah Cragson finishing second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, what did you think about, let's move over to the cup race. That was, uh, you know, I don't think, I mean, I didn't notice anything that happened between Logano and um, William Byron to precipitate William Byron getting clobbered going into the third turn. Uh, and, you know, until it came out, in the post-race interview, you know, on television, did it, did they allude to the fact that it was kind of a payback? I think Logano said something to the effect that, you know, if you're going to do that to me, I'm going to give it back to you. And he, he whacked him out of the way pretty good. Well, they didn't allude to it in the media center. They talked about it extensively, not only Logano, but also his crew chief, Paul Wolf. And they actually claimed that their contention was that when the race restarted uh, after that last caution flag, that William Byron put Logano up into the wall on the restart was how he got the lead. And so Logano felt like that when he center-punched William Byron in turns three and four that on the last lap, that that was re- payback for what William Byron had done on the restart. Yeah. So he said as far as he was concerned, they were even now. But um, and Paul Wolf actually said the crew chief, Logano's crew chief said that, you know, that was the way William Byron got the lead on the restart was when he put Logano up into the wall. So Paul Wolf was very animate about it. 
Well, Deb, I didn't I actually didn't. see it. Uh, have you did? Have you reviewed it? Did you see it? And no. did, do you see it that no, way? I have not. I've been no because um, you know we're so busy in the media center, and of course, all we have access to is the the TV feed. We have the track feed, and we have the TV feed. And I have not had an opportunity to to go back and look at it. But knowing how you drive that track, I was fortunate enough, when I worked at Sunbelt Video in 1985, Ricky Rudd was the president of the Darlington Unical Record Club. And, of course, that was before they flopped the track. And Ricky did a very informative video for the rookies because at that time the rookies had to pass a rookie test and he went into extensively how you drive what was then turns three and four now turns one and two and the rest of the track and entering pit road and all and the thing i remembered was from that video you can't go in too wide into what's now turn one and you know, I think it would benefit all of these young drivers to go back and watch that instructional video that Ricky Rudd did because it would solve a lot of those issues. Um, like you could only pass between what's now turns one and two in the center of that. And Dale Earnhardt was a master at it. He had his timing down perfect. And you couldn't go in too wide into what was in turn three and you could go in too wide into what was in turn one which is now turn three but not the original turn three and that was the thought that came back to my mind when i started hearing what logano said and paul was said and all was the instructional video that ricky rudd did for the darlington rookies back in 1985 I mean, A.J. Ford even had to pass right. the test the first time he went to Darwin. <laughs> I mentioned that last week on the show, and I, I just yeah. throw this in for just a second. I thought it was funny. Terry Labonte, uh, of course, we had him on last week, and he uh, he said when he took his uh, – when he was a rookie down there, and he finished fourth, and it was his first c- cup race, um, mm-hmm. he said that when he went to the rookie meeting, uh, the film they showed, he said he looked up and it was his car – that they were showing from the year before wrecking when uh, Skip Manning got T-boned by Joe Frisson, which was a very scary wreck. But uh, it, he said, oh, my gosh, that's my car they're showing in the in the instructional video of what not to do. But anyway. Uh, uh, the, the, if I may interrupt just a minute. The no. interesting thing about that video, that original video that I saw when I first went down there in the early 80s of UPI, that's all it was was showing the crashes at Darlington. Yeah. And when Ricky Rudd became the president of the Darlington Uni- uh, Unical Darlington Record Club, he said, you know, that doesn't show the rookies anything. He said, I want to, that just shows them that there's a lot of crashes at Darlington. He said, I want to show them the correct way to enter these turns, enter and exit pit road and all. And that was why he did the instructional video was to try to, to teach them how to do the things. Yeah. Alan, you were over there nodding your head when we were talking about, uh, when she was talking about the, uh, I, I guess you were nodding your head about what William Byron did to Logano yeah. to, to he, precipitate it. Yeah, he kind of eased him up in there. Coming off of, it would be uh, turn two now. Right. And uh, mm-hmm. he kind of eased him up in that wall a little bit. But, you know, I ain't going to say it was 
you know, I mean, that's just tight racing. Yeah. I ain't going to say yeah, it. Go ahead, yeah. Deb. No, I was just going to say, I heard um, somebody this week on Sirius XM, and I can't recall who it was right now, but they said that with these cars now, that if you're going to do a bump and run or, or knock somebody out of what, you've got to hit them harder than you could with the older, the last year's car. Last year's car wouldn't take the the punch that Logano gave William Byron. Well, there was nothing subtle about the way he got him out of the way. I'll say that there was no uh, no no I, finesse I to it at all. How fast he went in there? Yeah, I was shocked because I was keeping lap times. Uh, you know, I was keeping the interval at with ten laps to go and with five laps to go, and I thought, man, there's no way Logano is going to catch him. And all of a sudden, I looked up, and here he was hauling into to turn three and just center punched Byron. And I was, all of us in the media center were just like sitting there with our mouths open. <laughs> it was almost like Logano came out of nowhere. He, he let him know he was there. Let's, uh, oh, yeah. let's recap the point standings that Deb maintains for us and does a great job with the, the Deb system that we've adopted in, uh, in the quest for the, uh, Nelson Crozier Memorial cup. Allen is in first place with 19 points. I've got 16. Lanny's got 14. Deb's got 12. Greg has five. And Ronnie and Jada have three each. Let's go ahead and make our picks. And Deb, take it away. Oh, I tell you, I've been debating back and forth between Kyle Bush and Alex Bowman, but I think I'm going to go with Kyle Bush. He's a new daddy, and I think he's, uh, I remember Darrell Walsh won his first race after Jessica was born. So now that Kevin and or Kyle and Samantha have a, a new daughter. I'm going to go with Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush, Ronnie, what you think? Well, this week my kiss of death goes to <laughs> Martin Truex Jr. The KOD, the kiss of death. Okay, that's good. Uh, how about it, Alan? Uh, you go ahead, Perry. Oh, just put a nine down. And uh, go I ahead. figured that. <laughs> I already got it wrote down. <laughs> it must uh, be doing okay. I'm right behind you. I need to. I need you to slip up a little bit. I think Allen's going to go with that uh, five car. Kyle Larson, I've seen where he went on a dirt track up at Charlotte this week, so uh, he may be on a roll. Well, he might be. And, uh, Lanny, if you'll text me yours in, and we'll get Greg's later. He's gone down the hill to the convenience store to get our ball tickets. Lanny has just texted me. He wants guess who? Blaney. Blaney, 12. He, yeah, he likes the 12. He picks him about every week. Okay, Deb. I've never been to Kansas. Of course, I've never been to Martinsville. But uh, what do we know about Kansas? I know they were uh, – I watched a little bit of Race Hub yesterday, and they were talking about how Harvick and Truex have good records there. They do, and so does Denny Hamlin. Um, Denny Hamlin, Logano, and Kevin Harvick have all won three races at that uh, track. Martin Truex Jr. had a sweep there in 2017, and – Kyle Busch and Brad Keselowski have both won two races each there. Kyle Larson's won one, and Chase Elliott's won one of drivers that are still active, of course. But, you know, I haven't been out there since all the area has built up around it. I understand now that the casino is there and all. It's really built up. I was there for the inaugural race, and um, at that time, as a lot of these racetracks, it was out in the middle of nowhere, so to speak. But that's not the case anymore. But it'll be the tr- second 
true one and a half mile track that they've raced on. So you've got two, well, you've actually got three mile and a half tracks in consecutive right now because with Kansas this week, then the all-star race is at Texas next week, and then you've got Charlotte the following week. So really we'll get a better handle, I think, of how this car will perform on the mile and a half tracks because Atlanta, with the changes that was made there, it's not a true mile and a half. It's a hybrid. But Las Vegas is the only true mile and a half track they've raced on so far. So we should get a real handle on these cars and how they're going to look at mile and a half tracks over the next three weeks. Very good. Deb, did you get your yard work done or are you going to do it today? No, I knew that it was supposed to rain today and I wanted to get it done when it was cool. So okay. I did all that on Wednesday and Thursday. Oh, okay. I don't have the luck. Well, I guess I could do it during the week, but that's a normal work day for me. And we're on opposite schedules anyway. So I've got a full afternoon of the backyard 500 while I uh, um, cut the widow lady's grass next door and my own. So. Deb, uh, it was the rain that we were supposed to get today. I figured it was trying to mow today would have been a futile effort. Yeah, well, hopefully I get it in because I was going to try to do it after work yesterday in Spartanburg. It would rain for 15 minutes and it'd be sunny for 15, and that went back and forth at my house for about uh, two hours, so I didn't get a chance to do anything yesterday. But, Deb, thank you so much. You are the absolute best. I love sitting with you last week doing it in person, and I love it every week when we uh, – get together you're you're so knowledgeable and uh what a great asset to the show we appreciate it well i appreciate you having me and thank you for all your kind words it's always a pleasure i enjoy everyone on it so thank you and uh, we'll be looking at the all-star race next weekend yep we sure will and we'll talk to you next saturday morning and uh have a good week deb thank you you too all right that's Deb Williams, who, Ronnie, who is she? She's the smartest woman I know. And she always acts like it, too, and she's smart in person. So uh, let's take a break, come back, see what Alan can tell us about the local scene. You are listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Go to Stops for Chili Dogs, Cheeseburgers, and so much more. Right now, all combos are just $6, and all kids' meals are just $3. And it's easier than ever to take advantage of these deals with their convenient drive through Do you have a big appetite or several mouths to feed? Ask for the drive through special. Ten hot dogs, a large fry, and a gallon of tea for just $22.99. Ricky's Driving West on Blackstock Road and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway. The drive through is open. If you're riding around in your car listening to the game and your car radio sounds like this, and you want it to sound like this. There's the pass to Leitner. Puts it up. Then you need to visit Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Elite Audio sells and installs premium audio systems for your vehicle. Car stereo speakers, DVD players, navigation systems, and so much more. So stop riding around listening to busted speakers and subpar audio quality and visit Elite Audio today online at EliteAudioOnline.com. Elite Audio, 1504 Asheville Highway. You dream it, we build it. Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. 
Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting spartan-waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community, where they work and live, clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. It's a beautiful day for the beach, or an afternoon hike, or perfecting your three-pointer at the park. Where you're spending your day may be up for debate, but stopping for an icy treat at McDonald's is not. Now try new Frozen Coke and Frozen Fanta Wild Cherry or Blue Raspberry. Get any size for just $1.69. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices of participation may vary. Limited time only cannot be combined with any other offer combo meal. Coca-Cola and Fanta are registered trademarks of the Coca-Cola Company. And welcome back to Start Your Engines. And before I turn it over to Alan, let me say thanks to Lanny McKinney for all he does for us, maintaining the Budmore Engineering website, our Facebook page. And, uh, Lanny, you might as well just keep the flash drive because I, I would have probably forgotten to record the show. So you just do it, and I'll get it from you at the end of the year. If I need it, I'll come get it from you. And uh, um, Bad Moon Rising. My work wife texted me this week from Charlotte that I may probably never see again. And... Uh, she said it on the 15th and the 16th, which would be Sunday and Monday. She said the full moon for an hour and a half. And I haven't looked this up, but I will. For an hour and a half each day, each night is going to turn blood red. And I don't know if it's got some special name. Ronnie, you might research that for us. But it's uh, there's some, uh, some, something going on with the moon. And it's uh, if there's a bad moon rising, I think a blood red one might be it. So, uh, Alan? I don't know how it'll be, how it will affect the fishing, but go ahead and tell us what's going on in racing. All right, we're going to start off with Harris Speedway, 
Last Saturday night, had nine divisions racing, starting off with the Pure Stock Division. First place went to Ray Hudson. Second went to Tyler Woodring. Third went to Brandon Byers. In the 602 late models, first place went to John Ruggiero Jr. Second went to Rod Tucker. Third went to Colton Dimsdale. In the Crate Sportsman Division, first place went to Chris Jackson. Second went to Jesse Wall. Third went to Tanner Fortune. In the Young Guns Division, first place went to Caden Presnell. Second went to Trenton Jameson. And third went to Scoop Dog Wilson. That's a name for you. I hadn't heard him. <laughs> I don't remember that one. <laughs> and Thunder Bomber Futures. First he place he went, might be a rapper on the side or something. <laughs> first place went to Mason Mintz. Second went to Joy Chastain. Third went to Brad Hames. Extreme Four Division. First place went to Scott Collinger. Second went to Chris Meadows. Third went to Travis Jameson. Renegade Division. First place went to Josh Hoops. Second went to Josh Burgess. Third went to Brandon Chandler. And Ford Outlaws. First place went to Drew Banks. Second went to Hayden Vanderbilt. And third went to Timothy Chastain. And the Thunder Bombers. First place went to Madison Hoops. Second went to Dwayne Worley. And third went to Greg Carroll. And like I said, Cherokee Speedway, they had the Monster Trucks. And I do not have no results from the Monster Trucks division. Do you have anything from the Cannonball division? <laughs> He just went, he went over in the net and landed safely. <laughs> well, I mean, how far did they shoot him? Uh, probably about 100 foot. Was that the length of the straightaway, maybe? Uh, getting close there. All but right. uh, that's, that's still a odd thing. <laughs> and Travers Rest Speedway last night, seven divisions racing. First in Renegade. First place went to Wally Fowler. My man, yep. but not my main man. Second went to Riley Robinette. Third went to Scott Cannon. In the rookies division, first place went to J.J. Coggins. Second went to Nick Norris. Third went to Dale Bennett. Great sportsman division, first place went to Chris Jackson. Second went to Danny Edmonds. And third went to Data Unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to see him making it back. Yeah, he's had, had been some, around in a while. Had some fast times. Had a 1974, and the leader had a 1954. So uh, he's right there with them. <laughs> In the 602 Thunder Series, first place went to Dale Tim, second went to Kevin Stevenson, and third went to Devin Morgan. Thunder Bombers, first place went to Benji Knight, second went to Tyler Riddle, and third went to Rod Tucker. Extreme Four Division, first place went to Cody Page, second went to Tyler Capps, third went to Kaylee Laws. In the Pure Stock Division, first place went to Bradley Williams, second went to Jason McGrew, and third went to Tyler Woodring. And uh, Carolina Speedway, we have a caller calling in. Yeah, but you go ahead and do your thing. Uh, Carolina Speedway, last night, had six divisions up there. Thunder Sportsman went to Luke Edison. Second went to David Lucas. Third went to Christian Patterson. And the Thunder Bombers, first place went to Hunter Thunderbird. Second went to Jason Truitt. Third went to Cole Dockery. Pro 4 Division, first place went to Sparks Parish. Second went to Greg Barker. Third went to Cody Barber. Pure Stock Division, first place went to John Mullinax. Second went to Grayson Sutton. Third went to Jacob Tarrin. In the Hornets Division, first place went to Jonathan Surratt. Second went to TJ Slack. And third went to Kerry Surratt. In the Super Sportsman Division, popular, popular division at Carolina Speedway, first place went to Tyler Hyatt. Second went to Brandon White. Third went to Josh Wilkerson. And now, Cherokee Speedway tonight. We got seven divisions racing. 
Well, yeah, uh, Thunder Bombers have double mains there. $750 to win each main with a $1,000 bonus if you can win both. So that, that lets you $2,500 if you can win it all at Cherokee Speedway tonight. Also on hand, got the Super Sportsman Division, Pure Stock Division, 602 Open Wheel Modified, Extreme 4, Young Guns V8, Pro 4. Gates open at 4.30, drivers meeting at 7, stands $10, pits are $30. Next week at Cherokee Speedway, just giving you a heads up, they got the ultimate street stops going to be over there. Going to start them three wide for the main event. Wow. And going to pay $7,500 to win. Harris Speedway tonight. Eight divisions racing. They got the 602 Thunder Series, which was at Travers Rest last night. Also going to pay them $1,500 to win there. Also on hand, got the Crate Sportsman Division, Thunder Bomber Division, Renegade Slash Stock, Street Stock, Pure Stock Division, Stock Front Wheel Drive, Thunder Bomber Futures, Young Guns. Gates at Harris open up at 4. Drivers meeting 630. It's $30. Stands $10. Kids 12 and under get in free. Uh, had a little bit of super late mall going on up at uh, Charlotte this week. And like I said, uh, Chris Madden won on Tuesday night. Outrun Scott Bloomquist. Uh, Scott led every lap except the last three. Lost the lead in lap traffic. And mm. Chris Madden, sometimes you get on a roll and you, you can't, can't lose. And uh, Chris Madden's on that roll right now. And then on Wednesday night, it was Kyle Larson driving the Rumley number six car. So uh, Up in Charlotte. That's up in Charlotte Speedway. So uh, that's pretty much our local racing going All right. on. That it then? Yep. Well, I think we got somebody on the phone here that you're, uh, you ought to be familiar with, uh, your daughter. Good morning, Jada. Good morning, friends. How are y'all? <laughs> good. How are you? Doing good. Good to hear your gorgeous voice again. Oh, thank you. I've missed y'all. Well, then come in and see us. I know. I still listen every week. So, um, you know, still a loyal fan to uh, 98.3. But, yes, um, y'all y'all are doing a great job and love the live feed from Darlington last week. That was a lot of fun. Um, uh, I'm sure that was. I, w- I would have loved to have seen you in that room. <laughs> <laughs> it was crowded, I'll tell you that. But we uh, we had a good time down there. So, Jada, um, I didn't mean to give you an ultimatum by saying that you got to come on the show in order to to uh, validate your participation in the point standings. But uh, you've done it now. But still, we'd like to have you come in here every once yeah. in a while and call in from time to time. Absolutely. Well, you know, we are... Life is crazy for everybody, and um, we're mostly uh, on on the lake the weekends. Um, this weekend, we Danny's at the lake, and Gaines and I are here um, supporting our local high school uh, team, Chapman High School. Mm-hmm. There's actually a, a couple of his friends in there that have um, gotten a, some dirt track cars together, and um, so unfortunately, they will not be on the track tonight. Um, but they will be playing for an upper state champion for baseball, so we're going to go support them. And now, who are they playing tonight? Uh, Chapman is playing Seneca. T- no, I'm sorry, Chapman's playing Clinton tonight. Okay, um, at seven o'clock at, at Chapman High School. So, um, well, we'll be pulling for the Panthers. Yeah, I can tell you that. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, some some friends of his that um, you know, it's so funny. I, I I told Danny, I said, you know. Now that Gaines is in high school and 
you know, people kind of relate him to dirt track racing and just kind of have taken them on uh, him under their wing. And I said, now, you know, the, the year that we decide to take a break and enjoy, enjoy the lake and enjoy games, you know, his friends are racing every Saturday night at the local tracks and, it's fun to keep up with them, um, but it's also fun to see the next generation of our dirt track drivers out there and um, love listening to their parents tell me stories um, <laughs> at the ball fields. Whenever they get home from the ball games, they go straight out to the shop and, you know, tear out rear ends till 3 a.m. and, um, you know, get up and get the car ready the next morning. So um, dirt track racing is still alive in in the south um with these young drivers coming up and um can't wait to see what what they produce well i know it's alive or uh your dad would be out of a job here anyway <laughs> he'd be he could be permanently be at the fishing hole but uh oh just, god no but it sounds like he's kind of leaning towards getting the 25t back on the track and i want you to sort of push him in that direction well, if you can I, somebody asked danny um a couple weeks ago they said uh you know 25t gonna make it this year and and he actually had a different response than what i'm used to hearing um and it was you know i i I think we'll do a little racing this year so um i i try not to not to push too much um because here's the thing you know just like with everything else perry costs are up um Parts are hard to get mm-hmm. when I'm hearing left and right whenever, you know, especially these young drivers, if, you know, they're learning and they're in these future class divisions. And if they wreck one Saturday night, it's it's taking them two and three weeks to get their cars back together. Yeah. Um, so I understand, you know, supply and demand. So I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to keep a good mediation between everybody. Um, but, uh, I, I do think we'll be on the track at some point in time this year. Well, I hope so because uh, I used to love sitting there eating my uh, Tony Tiger on Sunday morning, and I'd say I'd text Alan, say how'd we do, and he'd send me back a picture from Victory Lane, and uh, I kind of miss those days. Yes, yes, and and you know whenever a couple people text here and there, and we get screenshots from Facebook and other social media of you know if a memories come up on somebody's feed or. You know, the picture of Danny and Wally racing side by side uh, a couple weeks ago. You know, he, he'll he be engaged for, like, the next hour, and you can see those wheels turning in his mind. And um, I'll say, do you miss it? And, oh, well, maybe. But, you know, we all know that once racing's in your blood, it's, it's there. Yeah, I want to see the wheels turning on the dirt, not in his mind. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I, I would not – I, I – I would bet that we'll that that blue and yellow twenty five T will be out there sometime. Well, I hope so, Jada. It's great hearing from you. We're coming up against our uh, top of the hour break, and we're going to come back and talk to Johnny Rutherford. But uh, don't be such a stranger. Come in, call in anytime. You are doing a great job. Appreciate what you do, Perry. All right, thank you so much, thank Jada. Thank you. All right, bye bye. Well, thanks, Alan, <laughs> for getting her <laughs> getting her to call in, and uh, I miss Jada. She's got a. She's got a wonderful voice, and it's just terrific to uh, to have her part of the show. I want her to be a bigger part of it. She still got uh, a couple of years ago. I offered her twenty minutes once a month, and uh, she can still have it. Yeah, uh, like I say, proud of her. That's all I can say right now. Yeah, what you do up at 
does she work at Chapman or she works for district? Was that she, three? She works in district office up there. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. District one office. This district one. District one. Oh, okay. All right then. Well, we are rapidly coming up to the top of the hour where uh, we are going to have Johnny Rutherford. Hopefully, if he can hear the phone ringing, he's at Indianapolis at the Speedway, and they uh, have a road course uh, race today for the Indy cars, which I'm sure he's. Uh, um, be a big part of the pre-race ceremony or whatever and we'll find all that out and then after that we're going to have mark setzer after johnny around 10 20 11 20 but you're listening to start your engines from fox sports spartanburg we'll be right back after the top of the hour visit our website at spartanburgsportsradio.com fox sports spartanburg 98.3 fm wspg spartanburg what you need to know. On Friday night, the Golden State Warriors advanced to the Western Conference Finals with a 110-96 triumph over the Memphis Grizzlies to win the series four games to two behind Clay Thompson's 30 points and eight three-pointers. Earlier Friday night, Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics scored 46 points in a 108-95 victory at Milwaukee, tying the series at three games apiece. There'll be a Game 7 in Boston on Sunday. In the Stanley Cup playoffs on Friday night, Carter Verhage's overtime goal gave the Florida Panthers a 4-3 win at Washington to win the series four games to two. The New York Rangers forced a Game 7 with a 5-3 victory at Pittsburgh. The Dallas Stars forced a Game 7 with a 4-2 Game 6 victory over the Calgary Flames. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. A few years back when we were ready to reopen the station, the water pipes burst, putting thousands of dollars of equipment in danger. That was one stressful evening, but one phone call to Thomas McGuire and PuroClean, the paramedics of property damage, and our stress disappeared. PuroClean rolled in, took charge, and rescued the station from severe water damage. Since then, I've used PuroClean at my house. You should do the same. Whether you're faced with fire and smoke damage, a flooding basement, or need carpet or upholstery cleaning, do what I do. And that's called 285-3530 for PuroClean. Hey, this is Ryan Cleary. Join Anthony Greer, Alex Smith, and myself weekday afternoons for Open Mic, Spartanburg's longest-running radio show. Whether it's high school athletics, Carolina or Clemson, USC Upstate, the Braves, we've got opinions and we want to hear from you. Open Mic, 3 until 6 p.m. on Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, and of course the Fox Sports 1400 app. At Janney, your goals are our priority. When you work with Janney, it's about going beyond investing. It's about connecting your life and finances. When it comes to managing your wealth, you probably have plenty of questions and more than a little uncertainty. What you need is a plan built to connect your goals to your wealth. Financial advisor Trent Lancaster is here for you. Trent can build a tailored financial plan and make recommendations that are aligned with your best interests based on your unique needs, goals, and preferences. Conveniently located in the Spartanburg office, Trent can discuss how he can help you connect your life and finances. Contact him by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jenny Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
The attorneys at Carolina Law Group are your local injury attorneys. They will always fight for you and aren't scared of the big insurance companies. The best part about Carolina Law Group is that they are local, located here in Spartanburg. And when you call Carolina Law Group, you will always speak with an attorney like Nahar Patel, who was recently voted as best injury attorney in the upstate, or attorneys Matthew Whitehead and Mitchell Bird, who were finalists for best trial attorney. The Carolina Law Group is aggressive and loyal and will fight for you. Call today, 864-757-5555, or visit thecarolinalawgroup.com. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? Hey, Plante! 70 years? How many folks are we still serving every week? Hey, Plante! Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than a Plante? Call it! Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. The Hub City Farmers Market is back. They will be open from 11 to 2 on March 19th for their final winter market, and then they'll be open every Saturday from 8 to noon beginning April 2nd. The Hub City Farmers Market features the freshest local produce, meat, and dairy products, as well as artisan crafts and bath and body products from local vendors. Every Saturday will feature live music as well as activities for the kids. Remember to shop local with the Hub City Farmers Market, presented by Spartanburg Regional, located at 498 Howard Street, Open every Saturday beginning April 2nd. Live from the Fox Sports 1498 3FM 3 studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engine. <laughs> Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. And welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. And it is my honor to introduce to our listeners, three-time Indianapolis 500 winner and former champion, an all-around great great race driver johnny rutherford good morning johnny good morning and thank you very much for that <laughs> miss rutherford we can't thank you enough for coming on and but you know the Indianapolis 500 is is bigger than motorsports itself and we know you're going to be busy we can't appreciate you taking enough time to be on our show uh well uh, you know it is and, and it's still early in the month but uh uh, things are happening. They're, they're getting ready to race the road course in the infield of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And, uh, so they're, they're doing some practice right now. And, uh, this afternoon they run a, a race on the road course. They call it the, uh, Indianapolis, uh, Grand Prix. And, uh, they, they do that and then, track is prepared and then practice and qualifying for the 500 start so it's a it's a big deal right now everything is is uh you know moving on johnny i tell you uh you are and i'm i wasn't just kidding you every year when greg and i talk about whether we're going to do this show again 
I always say, Greg, we got to do the show so I can talk to Johnny Rutherford. Because uh, we have you, you, some of our past shows, like when you recounted the accident in 64 and your crash at Pocono and all the all the other things, just the wonderful stories you've told us about the history of the Indianapolis 500. Indianapolis is like Christmas to me. I love it so much. Um, did you visit Indianapolis before? Uh, your first start was in 63, right? Yeah. Did you visit there? Uh, had ever been to Indianapolis before uh, before you actually raced there? I, I did. A bunch of us from Texas, uh, Jim McElreath and, and Shady McCorder and H.P. Looper and a bunch of people, we made the trip up for the 1960 Indianapolis 500. And that was the one that was such a good race. Oh, yeah. And Roger Ward and, and Jim Rathman, they traded, uh, traded positions, I think, somebody said about 56 times. And anyway... Uh, we came up for that race, and uh, uh, I raced a modified that uh, needed a driver over at Eldora uh, before the 500, and then we went to see the little 500, uh, and it, you know, just got into the, the in gear for the big race, the 500, and got to watch that. And then I started running that same year. I started running. Uh, sprint cars in IMCA, and uh, it was uh, uh, the opportunity to come back to Indianapolis in May was still there and did. And uh, in that in '63, uh, I got a big break from Smokey Eunuch and drove his car at Daytona and had some good luck. And uh, uh, you had butter. It was. Better than just luck. I mean, there's nobody has ever won their first points-paying race on their first time out since. So, I mean, you, you've got a one-of-a-kind there. Yes, and and I'm the only driver in the history of NASCAR that's ever won a race with car number 13. So, well, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's that's true, too. Johnny, you um, uh, when you win the Indianapolis 500, which – and I've told people, and this, this is the honest-to-goodness truth, I, I'm not a race driver, and I never have been, but I actually think about that race at some point every single day. I just love it so much. How did it change your life? You won three, but how did that first one change everything for you? That was in 1974. It, it, it does. It, it changes, and a lot, of, a lot of your friends and people that you don't see much uh, say, oh, well, he just got the big head, you know. Well, it's not that. It's the pressure that's put on you to be the one of the winners of the Indianapolis 500, and what what it, the doors that it opens for you. So it's it's pretty incredible to uh, to win that and put a put a title on what happens to you when when you win the 500. Uh, it's hard to explain unless you've done it. Yeah, Mr. Rutherford, you definitely hit the nail on the head. The pressure that they put under the drivers. Uh, anytime when you got, especially like Indy, millions and millions of people watching you. I don't know how y'all got the nerve to, to hold the steering wheel. I mean, it scares us <laughs> us watching it and you out there like it did nothing. And, uh, yeah, like Perry was talking about with Smokey's car, you just didn't show up. Uh, you about lapped the field that was unheard of and you just went on and just kept doing fantastic things. But the, the good race drivers that can take the pressure, that's the key. And Johnny Rutherford is 
certainly one of them, or the one. Well, well, thank you. I yes, you have to learn how to handle the pressure. You can't let the let the certain things bug you. You know, you've just got to kind of put that in the side pocket and and uh, you know take care of it when you need to. And that, but it it is uh, it's a, hot, a lot of pressure that uh, that most guys don't realize until it's too late i know we're talking like uh 40 something years later but you won probably if i I used to be i don't know if it still is or not the the shortest indianapolis 500 uh in the rain delayed race i believe or rain ended race in 76 and of course you won 74 and 80 but does the one that ended short due to rain do you think about that, or do you say, I've won three Indianapolis 500s, and they're all the same? I mean, somebody had to win it, obviously, but, uh, you know, uh, to me, you won the Indianapolis 500 if it only went 260 miles or, or whatever it was. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, does, it, does it seem any different to you that one of them was rain-delayed? It doesn't to me. i would tell you that right now. Well, now you're, you know, you're, you're mixed emotions, the best title for that, because, you you wished it could go on and and you could you know you knew you had I knew I had the car that was that was uh, plenty capable to win the race and uh, it it you know it's it's tough to uh, get two sides of that and then you're happy to win you know and and uh, my wife Betty and I were the they said were the first to uh, walk into victory lane. So, uh, you know, that's just one of the things, one of the pluses that, uh, that, you know, goes with winning the 500 period, no matter what way. And in 1965, you got your first, uh, big win. I say big win in, a in the big cars with, uh, at, at Atlanta when they used on the old configuration of Atlanta. And, uh, right. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I was 13 years old, but I remember it. And I was so excited that you had won that race. And uh, did that change things for you? I mean, you went from uh, not having won a uh, a major race on a super speedway to uh, to winning at Atlanta that day, driving for Bob Wilkie. Yes, that that is true. Uh, it was a funny story that goes with that. Uh, AJ talked to Bob Wilkie as he was on his way to Europe to do business England and uh, anyway uh, he said Ward doesn't want to run the car what, who do you think ought to hire he said well I don't know you you know the guys you know he, uh, Ward uh, or he told him that he knew the guys to pick somebody and uh, uh, he said uh, AJ told him said uh, I think I'm going to put Rutherford in the car and Wilkie said, no, I don't think he's got enough experience. Uh, so anyway, he went off to, to England, and uh, we ran the race, and I drove the car and, and won. And, and, and he, Wilkie had said, we ought to put uh, Hulse, Chuck Hulse in the car. He's driven before for us and so on. So uh race was over, and, and A.J. called or, or the, the Wilkie called AJ from England and said, uh, "Well, how'd you do?" And AJ said, "We won the race." He said, Who'd you have in it? Who'd you have in it? Hulse? He said, "No, I had Rutherford." 
We remember that, don't we, Perry? Yeah, I remember it very and well. Mr. Rutherford knows it word for word. I, I can't believe this is a wonderful interview. Um, you know, I, look, I'm looking at the results of that race right now, and I was always, like I said, I, I just dream about this race every day. I was always such a huge Novi fan, and uh, they never raced hardly outside of Indianapolis. I know they went to Monza, um, but um, you uh, you started on the third row inside of Jim Herdebees, who actually finished fourth in the Novi that day. Uh, at, at Atlanta? Yes, at Atlanta. You started uh, fifth and Herdebees was sixth. Yeah. Atlanta was was a good track for me. I like running high bank racetracks anyway. But uh, I won, well, I won that one in 65, a uh, 250-mile race on the old configuration. Right. And I won three others or four others on uh, the new configuration. Oh, I so I, I've won, you know, four or five races at, at Atlanta. I think you've driven for the great. I mean, some some really legendary uh, car owners and, and mechanics like Smokey Unique, like Bud Moore, um, and Jim Hall. Um, I mean, you, you've really been blessed with some of those. That, that car that you drove for Jim Hall, that uh, that yellow Chaparral, that Pennzoil car, that was. I just felt like that car was almost unbeatable. It, it it was, in fact, since it was the first true ground effect car that uh, uh, that came, you know, uh, uh, and Jim uh, was was good for doing that. You know, he a lot of people give him credit for discovering when, you know, uh, ground effects and things. And and uh, it was just something that. You know they had to. You know it was it was obvious, and and he was uh, Jim did a you know was a good mechanic as well as car owner. You know I I really enjoyed driving for Jim Hall and for McLaren uh, with uh, uh, with Tyler Alexander as my crew chief, and it was you know I had a lot of good times, good times. Johnny, what do you think about the health of IndyCar today? I mean, uh, I was a little bit disappointed. The last I heard, they only had 33 entries this year, so I get gypped out of bump day unless something's changed I'm not aware of. But uh, I love the IndyCar racing and, and well, some of the courses that they run on. But um, uh, how, how do you like it? They only start 33 here is what the, you know, that was the number of cars that, that start every year. They only had 32 entries this year. Don't know who let that slip through or slip by, but uh, they did get uh, another car and and a driver, uh, Justin uh, Wilson. And anyway, uh, you know, it's it's here, and I, you know, somebody would would have stepped up with a car for 33rd in the field and and uh, it is so there will be a full starting field but there won't be any bump day no well 33rd still 33rd still pays pretty good <laughs> no doubt not bad you're right <laughs> i mean i believe that's way over a hundred thousand dollars if i'm not mistaken greg did you want to say something well, well what i want to tell mr rutherford is 
you know, you have the bump day, and Perry noticed this a couple of seasons ago. The bump day is a very important part of it because unlike they got you either qualify or you don't and it's it's it's, it's swim or die I well mean, it, it was just an exciting great. thing when uh uh you know to see somebody squeeze in and and not make it but we don't have that this year that's okay i love indianapolis so much i'll uh i'll get over it yeah <laughs> there you go <laughs> you know i know last year we talked about some strange things and i'm gonna let you go here in just a second but I loved it last year when you discussed uh, how you got the garage doors from the old uh, gasoline alley, and uh, you remembered the tree and the fourth turn, and all those things are mean a lot to me, and I appreciated you uh, discussing that last time we had a chance to talk. Well, times change and things change, and things certainly uh, anywhere uh, take time for them to find a new way or do something, but but uh, it, this place is amazing. Basically, it's the same no matter what. But uh, there are changes made. The road course they're running on in the infield uh, right now. And, and uh, uh, you know, the things that, that Roger Penske has done since he's purchased the racetrack are incredible. Uh, I raced here for a number of years and have seen a lot of changes. But nothing like Roger put this place through it looks like for anybody like a brand new indianapolis motor speedway it it is just incredible uh what has gone what has taken place here and the way it is but uh that's racing and and uh we'll you know watch it change as long as we can yeah Johnny, thank you so much for coming on. We've kept you for 20 minutes. And uh, like I said, you're a, um, you're a treasure. Uh, we love having you on this show. You sound great. You sound like you uh, uh, could talk for another hour, but we won't keep you that long. we got to move on with the show. But thank you so much okay. for coming on and staying friends with Greg and letting him talk you into doing this again. Well, you are <laughs> welcome. And uh, I always enjoy uh, coming down to watch racing and see NASCAR racing in the South. But. Thank you so much, Johnny. We'll let you go. Have fun up there at Indianapolis and be safe. And uh, hopefully we'll talk to you next year. Look forward to it. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Bye. That's uh-huh. that's Johnny Rutherford. God, what a great interview. I love talking to that man. You know, how can somebody that's been through all he's been through and be so professional? That, a- is, that is a beyond i mean that's almost does he sound 84 years old he sounds he sounds exactly like he did when he walked in the motel at daytona he sounds a whole lot he sounds a whole lot better than me (laughs) well you sound good well but he's 84 years old and i tell you what he he was 84 on march the 12th and he sounds great let's take a break we're going to come back and talk to mark setzer the crew chief for uh clements racing and talk about darlington and uh, the future of uh how Jeremy's going to squeeze him into this uh, playoff. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Big selection. All great. Better deals. Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Impex Pre-Owned. 
Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyers program. Hurry on over to Impex Pre-Owned, 8989 Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving no matter what. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like RJ Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. There's something special happening year-round in the city of Spartanburg, including a variety of seasonal events and festivals. Downtown Spartanburg offers several great options for retail shopping, as well as a great selection of restaurants and bars where you can have the fish and chips at Delaney's Irish Pub, you can try something off the new menu at RJ Rockers, or even catch a game with friends at Main Street Pub. If you're looking for something family-friendly, check out the Music Trail or the Sparkle City Mini Putt, which is always free to play. For more information on upcoming events, check out the city's Facebook page. The City of Spartanburg, always doing. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting Spartan-Waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community where they work and live clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. And welcome back to Start Your Engines. And we have on the line with us the crew chief for Jeremy Clements Racing, Mark Setzer. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. Well, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, we, uh, well, you couldn't quite win the race last week, but you had the best-looking car as voted on by the fans and uh, had a little get-together about that at R.J. Rockers on side, on uh, Wednesday, I guess it was. And congratulations on that part of it anyway. Y'all put together a beautiful car. It was really special to, uh, you know, to be able to carry those colors, have, uh, you know, have the family come by the shop there and, and everything. It was just it, a really a special weekend all around, and... Yeah, unfortunately, we didn't get the the finishing results we wanted there. We're a couple hundred yards short. Couple of hundred yards, but <laughs> that's unbelievable. 
Well, is my assessment of it right? And Jeremy and I talked a little bit about it Wednesday. Uh, You had to sacrifice fresh rubber for track position. Is that pretty much what it boiled down to? Yeah, we. I mean, we were going to be a tenth to fourteenth place finish if we did what everyone else done. So we made the decision to uh, not take tires. There was like ten to go. Um, Jeremy is all is always great about you know getting up on the wheel at the end of a race when he needs to. And we were we were running fourth, fifth right there. Another caution came out, so it come down to a green white checkered and. Unfortunately, we just run out of real estate there, um, uh, trying to hold off the 18 coming to the to the checkered flag, which would have been a top five, top six um, finish, which would have been a you know a net gain of about eight positions, you know, better than where we would have been if we'd have done the same thing as everyone else. So um, I stand by the decision to to do that, and unfortunately, it just didn't work out for us. Well, you have to be proud of the car you put together for Darlington. Number one, it's, it's tough to put one together for Darlington. And number two, you just performed well all day. Yeah, I mean, we, we had a little bit of a slow pit stop the first one, making some changes. The car wasn't what Jeremy needed in practice. And so we made a lot of changes and got the car a lot better. Um, still uh, still wasn't a, a solid top five, top ten car like we want for him, but we definitely made a lot of changes, and Jeremy drove. Uh, had to drive back, you know, from the back twice there with the starting position, and then the, the slow first pit stop. But you know, he did a great job working ourselves back up there, and we put ourselves in position, which is all we can ask for all year. But unfortunately, you know, we've had a car that's been capable or put in position, you know, seven out of the eleven races this year to to have a top ten finish um, in a stacked field this year in the Xfinity Series, but. Unfortunately, just luck has not been on our side this year. It's been against you. I tell you what, Dakota race, you had a top five and got penalized for cutting a corner somehow, doing what everybody else was doing. And uh, then at uh, Talladega, you know, you had a top 10 for sure with the gas uh, problem with the, I guess that was a a mechanical parts failure. And then, uh, and then Saturday at Darlington, that was a top five for sure. And, you know, it's got to turn around. If it ever turns around, y'all are going to win about two or three in a row. It's uh, it's really it's really been a tough pill to swallow. That's for sure. For uh, you know, for this season after the after the amazing year we had last year, really uh, building a notebook together, and you know, we were just looking for you know to, to keep rolling right into this year, and 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 we did. I mean, we we showed up at Daytona. He drove from. 35th up to six and you know in about less than 10 laps and we get crashed yeah drew dollar so, yeah we got dollared there <laughs> so uh, that's not funny but the way you put it is yeah it's you know it's just one of those things it's, it's been tough but you know that everyone you know it's a small group of us but everyone has been working hard trying to get everything fixed and um this you know without the great sponsors and partners that we have there at jimmy clement tracing you know it none of this would be possible you know this you know these string of bad luck and bad finishes and tore up race cars could you know could put a lot of teams out yeah um, next saturday you go to texas how is texas for uh your team how how's your uh luck been there or and and how 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 well do y'all prepare the car for texas I, that's not the way I, I mean to say that i mean 
You're, oh, no, uh, is this one you're looking forward to, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Well, I mean, Texas is one of those tracks that track position is very, very important, um, unfortunately. It's hard to pass when they when the cars start moving up into the resin. Um, I haven't I haven't received my notes from NASCAR yet whether, you know, on what they're doing, but I, I feel sure it's not going to be any different. So I feel sure they're going to put the resin down or the, the PJ1 or whatever chemical they're wanting to use or call it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really makes it a one-lane racetrack and really, really hard to pass. And we had a we had a good car there. The second Texas race last year went for stage points, which cost us some track position early in the race. And then we magnified that with a bad pit stop and got back there racing with some people that we shouldn't even been around and got damaged. Yeah. So we, you know, we had a, had a 10th to maybe 13th, 14th place car running there last year. So we're, uh, you know, we're working off of all those notes from last year, trying to make stuff better. We've tried some stuff different, um, because of the situation we're in right now points wise, um, so uh, we tried some stuff at Darlington. It didn't work in practice, but we were able to, to work on it and overcome it and was going to salvage a good day. So we're going to try some stuff a little bit different there at Texas. And, uh, you know, we ha- if we keep doing the same thing, I mean, we're just going to keep finishing the same way. So we're, uh, we're still working hard as a team to, uh, to make changes and to strive to be better, and that's what we're going to keep doing. I know you are. And uh, uh, you do extra – or. Jeremy and you, of course, your team, but Jeremy seems to like the road courses. And of course he got his win a few years ago on a road course and, uh, you've got a lot of them coming up. I mean, you've only been to, to Coda so far and, um, I, was Daytona road course. I can't even remember. No, no, not this year. Yeah. The September, the, I mean the, the, the later, the second race, I think at Daytona is on the road course, but, um, do you look forward to the road courses? Because uh, he just seems to do well on them. I mean, he had Coda in the bag uh, for a great finish and got screwed out of it. Yeah, yeah, we really do. We, you know, we don't we don't focus any harder or do anything any different. I mean, you know, we prepare the cars to ru- to go run the best that we can every single week. But you're you're exactly right. Jeremy has a just has a great feel for the road courses. Uh, he knows what he, he what he wants in the cars, and we've been uh, we've been pretty good at, at trying to give him that. We've we've got better and better on the road courses, as as me and him as a working together, and and we do look forward to those. We do think that those is the the tracks that we have the uh, the best opportunity for top fives um, and to put ourselves in position to to pick up a win. But uh, you know this this field this year in the Xfinity series is in my opinion, the toughest that we've seen in the last 10 years yeah, with well, the number of cars, mm-hmm. number of teams with technical alliances and stuff. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's no easy feat to, to run with these guys. We're just, uh, we're just doing the best we can and we're going to keep, uh, keep digging at it. It was a pleasure to visit your shop a couple of weeks ago and, uh, before, uh, the Darlington race and you made a nice little talk there yourself and, uh, and got everybody's attention. Uh, I was impressed with the number. I didn't know you guys had so many cars. I mean, I knew you. I figured you had. Well, I knew you had probably two or three for the different types of tracks. But it, how many did you have in there? It's about seven, seven cars, six or seven or eight cars in there, weren't there? Yeah, I think I think we have nine total. When when nine. I was there, yeah. 
one of the uh, one of the speedway cars was out. Um, the one that we wrecked at Daytona, and uh, I think one of the other cars was out getting the body repaired on it when you were there. But yeah, we have uh, we have two speedway cars um, that only ran on the super speedways. We have two road course cars, and then we have uh, four other um, cars that we've been running all the time uh, to go along with one one new. We're not a new car. It's a car that they wrecked at Charlotte almost two years ago now that uh, we're just now starting to, to put it together this week. We may be taking it to Texas. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a, good, uh, a good stock of cars, but unfortunately with the bad luck we've had wrecking the car at Darlington, wrecking a car at uh, having damage from the Dover race the week before that, uh, we've got a lot of stuff tore up and just trying to uh, – trying to get the stuff put back together to get to these next uh, next couple races yeah i saw the dover car sitting over there when i was in there uh last two weeks ago uh, that was still damaged from uh from that little bump into the wall but you know it's uh i know it's uh it, it's always a benefit and that that's what deb williams told me when y'all uh um you had the bad luck at talladega with the the fuel pickup problem but she said well look at the other cars at least they're bringing it back in one piece and uh there was an awful lot of cars torn up at talladega but not yours unfortunately your problem was under the hood but um i tell you that tech that uh that talladega race i just i was amazed at the way jeremy kept avoiding the crashes they were happening right behind him he was coming down off the bank and going through the grass and and uh and then for have some something bad like that happened at the at the very last you know with a good finish in sight uh, it's just got to be heartbreaking and it's great for you guys to keep your keep your spirits up and and come back every week and do it again yeah the talladega race was really a hard one for us we uh and and as a crew chief you get the question well why'd you run him out of gas and you know my response is i didn't run him out of gas we you know the the majority of the people patted uh pitted at lap 67 68 and never pitted again till the end you know till the race was over and only one car ran out of gas and that was justin algar we came in again at 77 and again at 92 um just to keep the car full get the most weight on the back of the car as we can to you know because we were just playing it safe and trying to put ourselves in a position for a run at the end and that's exactly what we did we we did that we were right behind jeffrey earnhardt um running 10th and 11th i believe on the restart and Jeremy comes across and says, you know, we're losing fuel pressure, you know, am I out of gas? And I'm like, there's no way you're out of gas. You know, we only needed 18 and a half gallons to make it from lap 68 and we've done pitted two more times. So, uh, Mm -hmm. and put fuel in every time. So yeah, it's tough, you know, it's a a fuel pressure problem. And we had another fuel pressure problem the following week at Dover with a brand new fuel pump that we had bought, um, where we bought all new fuel pumps. And had a problem the, the next week also. So hopefully we've got that, that all figured out and put that behind us, and we'll move on and and keep uh, keep trying to you know put up some great finishes for these great sponsors we have, and you know maybe we'll be back on here talking to you about a win that we uh, if we get here in the the near future. Well, we'll definitely want to have you back on win or no win uh, later on in the year. Uh, you still commuting from uh, what, is it Hickory or Newton or someplace up there? Yeah, Newton. Yeah, it's about yeah, it's about an hour and a half drive one way. Oh no! Every day, so yeah, the the drive kind of stinks. 
the uh, the construction on 85 has made it to where I've I've started going through the country and just riding the, the little two lane country roads and have a chance to uh, just wind down in the evenings and try to get rid of any frustration I may have before I get home to the wife and new grandbaby at home and then actually uh, sitting here trying to work on a speech for my daughter's wedding that's this evening. So your daughter's getting uh, married today. Yeah, this evening. <laughs> Holy cow, I'm surprised you even, I, I mean, my daughter's getting married July 23rd, and I'm not even going to do the show. <laughs> That's on yeah. a Saturday. But uh, for you to take time out for us and your daughter's getting married this evening, I, man, thank you so much. I didn't expect to hear that. Yeah, well, they're all gone. Uh, they're they're at the venue getting all the, I've got three daughters, so they're all getting hair and makeup done and everything, oh. and I've got to head over that way. Uh, another couple hours, so I'm still trying to work on my speech and just uh, take in the all the emotion that's going on, knowing that uh, my first uh, my first daughter is, you know, getting ready not to be just my little girl anymore, but someone else's. So, I um, know the feeling. The I know the feeling exactly, and my bank account knows the feeling too. So, uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> Mark, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm gonna let you get back to the speech. I would, uh, I was, uh, I'm stunned that you gave us the opportunity to do this because you could have put me off so easily, and I would have understood completely. So, uh, Mark, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. And uh, no, you don't have any bigger fans than us here at uh, Fox Sports Spartanburg. Well, we uh, we appreciate uh, everyone's their support. I mean, you've been uh, you've been great to the Clements family and to me uh, since I've come aboard. And you know, we just we just want to thank every one of you for all the continued support, and, and we're going to keep uh, keep trying to make everyone there in the Spartanburg area proud. Well, you do make us proud, and uh, good luck tonight, and congratulations, and uh, just uh, best of luck to you in your personal life and your racing. And uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. I hope. Thank you, Perry. Y'all have a great day. All right. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. I can't believe his daughter's getting married today. I wouldn't I wouldn't have done this interview. Well, that, Perry, I hate to tell you this, but when Danny and Jenny got married, I fished a tournament that day. <laughs> <laughs> and it was back. I'm not surprised. We, I'm not either. Now that I know Alan a lot better, that doesn't surprise me a bit. And the, and the wedding director, the wedding director was worried so much about it, and I was the first one at the church dressed up. <laughs> What'd you say, Greg? You know, I try to stay out of the way and do my part. But when I hear stuff like that, it's unbelievable. It's kind of like, well, I'm not Perry. We bought, you know, it's unreal. He took, was able to take the time to do it. And Alan's over here like it ain't nothing. Well, I can tell you right now, on and July 23rd, y'all got to, you're going to be the host or Ronnie or somebody is because I'm not, I'm not working the day of my daughter's wedding. But uh, we got a while to talk about that. Let's take our last break, come back, and I'll hit my local statistics uh, and, and notes and news and everything. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Low prices, big selection, quality customer service. That's Nissan of Greer. Get big savings on over 300 new Nissans. Shop our large selection of used vehicles, including Nissan certified pre-owned. Plus, we're the place for commercial fleets, for expert service. And if you need credit, come and get it. Ask about military, college grad, and mobility assist savings, too. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. 
Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. Speedy Lube and Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway and Inman lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Providing for and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. Many people are under the impression that establishing a will is the first and last step to estate planning. That is why developing a formal estate plan can be one of the most important things you will ever do for them. A comprehensive estate plan can help you preserve and protect your wealth, control who receives your assets, and ensure that your wishes are carried out. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Jannie Montgomery Scott can help you prepare an estate plan. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com. Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. Said no one ever. I love waking up to cold cereal. Nothing satisfies like dry granola. No. Here we say good morning with sizzling sausage, biscuits baked to perfection, the enticing aroma wafting from your freshly prepared breakfast. So make your morning easy and mix and match a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, or hash browns. Any two for just $2. It's McDonald's Easy on the Go Breakfast. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal, single item at regular price. Value when product served. Welcome back to Start Your Engine. Start me up, AJ. Here's, uh, let's do the cups. Results. Um, and I got to tell you, last night, I couldn't get my printer to print. And I kept trying to print the cup results and the cup results. And that was having to clear things out. And uh, the printer was not recognizing the computer or the other way around. And I was up till uh, about a little after two last night. Uh, um, what you showing me there? I have no problem with my printer. <laughs> <laughs> your your ink pen and your legal pad, but I uh, 
And so I got up this morning and I just glanced over at the printer as I was going through the den. And there's what I was trying to print all night for two hours on the printer. So I sat down real quick and printed all this stuff off that I always try to do on Friday night. So here we go. The cup results from last week at the Goodyear 400 at Darlington, which uh, we talked about with Deb, where Joey Logano was the winner driving the Pennzoil Ford after he booted uh, William Byron out of the way to get the win. A little hard feelings there. Second was uh, out on that limb with uh, Allen was Tyler Reddick, who was another second-place finish, and he's going to win one one of these days. An outstanding third for the 29th-place starter, Justin Haley. And even <laughs> more outstanding than that was Kevin Harvick, who started 35th and finished 4th. And starting 34th was Chase Elliott, and he finished 5th. So those guys came from way back. Christopher Bell was 6th. Michael McDowell was having another pretty good finish, was 7th. Ricky Stenhouse was 8th. Austin Dillon, 9th. And Daniel Suarez was 10th. William Byron, after getting booted out of the way, as I mentioned, uh, ended up finishing in, uh, where was he, 13th place. The point standings, uh, the playoff point standings, which is the one that matters to me. William Byron has two wins. He's in first place. Ross Chastain has two wins. He's in second place, 24 points behind. The re- the ne- these next guys have one win each, and that's Chase Elliott. Fourth, Joey Logano. Fifth, Kyle Busch. Sixth, Alex Bowman. Seventh, Kyle Larson. Eighth, Chase Briscoe. Ninth, Austin Sendrick. And tenth, Denny Hamlin. And 11 through 16 have not won a race yet. And that's Ryan Blaney. 12th, this is Martin Truex Jr., 13th, Christopher Bell, 14th, Kevin Harvick, 15th, Eric Almarola in his final season, and 16th is Austin Dillon. On the outside looking in, you got Daniel Suarez, Eric Jones, um, Tyler Reddick. Uh, you know, they're just uh, looking for a, a way to slip in there. So uh, a win gets you in. I think two wins definitely get you in. I don't know if uh, one win will or not. Right now, it looks like it might. The Xfinity race, of course, we've talked about that. Jeremy had a good finish in his back pocket and lost it. The winner was Justin Allgaier. Uh, his teammate, Noah Craxon, was second. Riley Hurts was third. John Hunter Nemechek, fourth. Sam Mayer, fifth. Landon Castle, sixth. Brandon Jones, seventh. A.J. Allmendinger, eighth. Boy, it looked good to see Jeremy go blowing by A.J. Allmendinger because you know that's a good car and a good driver. Ninth was Austin Hill. And tenth, Daniel Hemrick. Um, Jeremy was 29th with a top five finish in his pocket, but it wasn't to be. Excuse me. But he's still 20th in the, uh, I'm sorry, he's 19th in the standings, but it's a long way to, it's a long way to 12th. He's 23 points out of 18th, which is Alex LeBay, and he's 45 points out of 17th, which is Brandon Brown. So he's, uh, and he's, he's 15 points ahead of Miat Snyder, so. He's sort of mired back there. It's going to take a whole bunch of good finishes for him to move up. A win will put him in, though. ARCA, they don't um, they don't run until 8 o'clock tonight, which is on FS1. And it's at Kansas in the heart of America. Uh, don't know how many miles that is. I imagine probably a 200. The point standings for, uh, I'm sorry, I'm a dope. Um, <laughs> I've got ARCA written on the page for the truck series, so I don't know... Uh, Oh, I don't know. Here's the truck point standings. I guess I, I don't know what I did with ARCA. 
But I think they are racing today. Oh, okay. I'm all mixed up here, and I do this every week, it seems like. Ben Rhodes is leading the truck standings. John John Hunter Nemechek is second. Chandler Smith is third. Zane Smith, fourth. Stuart Friesen, fifth. Carson Hosevar is sixth. Ty Majeski, seventh. Christian Eckes is eighth. Grant Enfinger, ninth. And Matt Kraft in tenth. Like I said, I did this real quick this morning, and evidently I did it wrong. So, uh, but I do have ARCA running today in the heart of America, whatever it is, 200, I guess, at Kansas, and that's at 8 o'clock tonight on FS1. I'll do the TV here in a few minutes and confirm that. Indy runs today, and the GRM Grand Prix of Indianapolis on the road course. The point standings for Indy is uh, defending champion Alex Pillow is back in first place. Second is uh, Scott McLaughlin, third. Joseph Newgarden, fourth Will Power, um, fifth Patricio O'Ward, who won the last race they ran at uh, in uh, Birmingham, sixth is Scott Dixon, seventh Renus VK, eighth Roman Groshan, ninth Graham Rahal, and tenth is Marcus Erickson. The uh, Indy points, uh, I do not have, so sorry about that. That's what I get for doing it in such a hurry this morning, but at least I tried to get it done. I don't know if you watched any of the uh, Formula One race last week on that new track at Miami. What'd you think about that? I liked the race, but I just didn't like the pre-show. Did you see that guy? And that was Martin Brundle, (laughs) who was a former Formula One champion, I think back in the 80s or something, doing uh, celebrity interviews. He didn't know who anybody was, and he went up to that guy and thought it was... uh, Oh, uh, who's the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs? I can't even think of his name right now. But he looked just like him, but it wasn't him. He said, no, that's not me. Um, (laughs) It was just, it was ridiculous. And then he talked to some rapper, and he didn't know who he was. And I think uh, Serena Williams blew him off. It was like, get out of here. You know, I don't even, I don't know who you are, so. Uh, That's a a three-ring circus. Yeah, it it was very poorly done. A lot of Danica Patrick, which I'm okay with her, but uh, it was, um. It was a pre-race show that left a lot to be desired. Well, you have just made me glad that I did not lose that time from my life. But, you know, I thought they had made maybe, because I spent a lot of time at that stadium when it was Joe Robbie, and I thought they uh, had made a a temporary course in the parking lot, but that's a permanent racetrack. I mean, you see where they had, uh, for when they go back to playing football there, you can see where the crossovers and the walkways that would cut through the track, but that's, that's not a temporary track they had a lot of big grandstands built and uh had a boat display a boat that, dis- yeah you could you could sit on the boat and watch the race yeah and uh but they step, were step off not get wet yeah they were landlocked <laughs> they were yeah. on a like a plastic lake or something it was it was crazy only miami uh but anyway the results of the race which wasn't all that great max verstappen won again um, for Red Bull Racing, beating out the two Ferraris of Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz. Fourth was Sergio Perez. Fifth, George Russell. Sixth, Lewis Hamilton. Seventh, Valtteri Bottas. Eighth, Esteban Ocon. Ninth, Alexander Albon. And tenth was Lance Stahl. You got to go all the way down to 15th and 16th for the Haas Formula One team out of Charlotte, the Ferraris of uh, Mick Schumacher and Kevin Magnussen. And the Formula One points. I hope I printed that out, and I did. Uh, Charles Leclerc has a 19-point lead over Max Verstappen. 
Verstappen's winning the races, but Leclerc uh, has a win as well, and is, is, is keeping up with him with finishing right behind him every week, practically. Sergio Perez is third. George Russell, fourth. Carlos Sainz is fifth. Lewis Hamilton is sixth. Did you see Lewis Hamilton do his interview with uh, um, Tom Brady sitting there with a couple of guys with a few nickels between them. Uh, ninth, Esteban Ocon. And tenth is still Kevin Magnuson, 89 points out of first place. He won't get there, but it's good to see him in the top ten. We have the WeatherTech sports cars running today, and they are at the Lexus Grand Prix of Mid-Ohio. Of course, uh, we pour for the Wayland Engineering uh, Cadillac of uh, Mike Hill, Alan's brother, and uh, the point standings there, Tom Bloomquist, Felipe Albuquerque, and Ricky Taylor are first. Uh, second are Tristan Vautier and Richard Westbrook. Third is Alex Lynn and Earl Bamber. And fourth is Tristan Nunez and Pipo Durrani. And those are our guys. And uh, let's get to the TV real quick so I can... So you can see where to watch all this stuff. Today, from 12 to 1.30, is uh, Camping World Truck Series qualifying from Kansas on FS1. From um, uh, 1 o'clock at 1.10 is the uh, IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship qualifying on IMSA TV and Peacock. Um, Then at, uh, here we go, 2 o'clock, FS1 is the ARCA race from Kansas. I knew they had one there somewhere. I said 8 o'clock, but that's, that was wrong. That must have been the camping truck world uh, time, and it is. The uh, IndyCar race today is on NBC at 3.30, commercial-free on Peacock, hopefully. Uh, it wasn't last week, and uh, I know your brother Mike pretty upset about that. In fact, he was texting with the Peacock people as the race was going on, saying, I want my money back, and I don't blame him, Mike. I want mine. Get mine back, too, because it's supposed to be commercial-free. But anyway, that's at 3.30, the IndyCar race on NBC. At 5 o'clock is NASCAR qualifying on FS2. And at 8 o'clock tonight, and I was right about it, is the Camping World Truck Series from Kansas. So we got racing all day long today. Um, Tomorrow, the cup race will be at 3 o'clock on FS1 from Kansas. And... um, the, uh, the the WeatherTech sports car race will be at 2 o'clock on Peacock and USA from Mid-Ohio. So um, what did I read back there? That must have been, uh, um, yeah, that was the WeatherTech qualifying today and tomorrow's the race at 2 o'clock. So the WeatherTech uh, is going pretty much head-to-head, fairly close to head-to-head with the cup. I noticed that I was interested to see how the TV ratings would be between the Formula One and NASCAR because they went head-to-head, and it was kind of interesting. NASCAR outdrew um, by a few hundred thousand uh, more viewers, according to Nielsen or whoever the rating system is, but the demographic of 18 to 32-year-olds went to the Formula One race. So one had more viewers overall, but the other one had the target demographic. And uh, we got a minute left. Uh, Ronnie, anything say in the last 10 seconds not really just go out and enjoy your local tracks go out and enjoy your local ball games and have a great weekend alan congratulations on everything that's going on with you perry oh thank you thank you very much and uh fishing today a little bit maybe uh, i'll go watch today oh gonna watch fishing that's right greg 10 seconds all i got to say is thank you to everybody and 
I, I've had so much fun. I'm just glad, glad it was, it's for real. I think I'm going to wake up from a wonderful dream, <laughs> but I'm actually here. Well, don't so thank y'all. If we missed anybody like Ernie Smith or something, like we can't help it. A lot of people help us with the show back to Perry. And thank you very much there, Greg. We, uh, I'm going to be doing the backyard 500 day. I got to cut the widow lady's yard next door and my own. So, uh, there will be a lot of grass flying around Pineville Road today and this afternoon. Um, thanks for listening. Glad to be back in the studio. Everybody, uh, take it easy out there. Come back next week. Natalie, get our table ready. The rest of you, keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. This is the place to be. Listen to Spartanburg Vikings football right here. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM. WSPG Spartanburg. Or D, one foot. It's A, final answer. Mosquitoes can actually lay eggs in less than an inch of standing water. Just enough to fill a bottle cap. That's correct. You're moving on to the next round. Visit TrustTerminex.com today for more pest facts and trivia. Hello, heavy lifters, deal seekers, and one-man crews. Welcome to your local cat dealer, Blanchard Machinery. Your home for buyers, renters, and folks looking for offers like 0% for 60 months. Because at Blanchard Machinery, it all starts with hello. Stop by or visit BlanchardMachinery.com slash deal. And be sure to ask about 0% for 60 months on select new cat compact equipment. Terms and conditions apply.